You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast. We're going to pick up again today with this story that we've delivered in three parts from Acts chapter 10. This is a powerful moment in church history. This is when Peter is called by God to go and deliver the gospel of Jesus Christ to a man named Cornelius who was a centurion in the Roman army, a leader of a the Italian regiment. So he's a Gentile. He's a Roman soldier. He's a person that Peter was trained all his life to believe was unclean, somebody that God would not be working with. And now God has clearly, decisively told Peter not to call him unclean to go share the gospel. And so Peter has. Well, today I want to share the gospel conversation that Peter brought, the sermon that he preached. And I'm hoping that in the next few weeks, God will call each one of us to be able to share the gospel with somebody that was not on our radar, maybe even somebody from a a group that's radically different than us that we would have never thought about sharing the gospel with. And I hope that you and I will have a clear gospel presentation to share. So when the gospel was shared, here's how it sounded. I'm going to pick up in verse uh, 28. He said to them, that's Peter said to them, you are well aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate with or visit a Gentile. But God has shown me that I should not call anyone impure or unclean. So when I was sent for, I came without raising any objection. May I ask why you sent for me? Hey, principle one, before Peter shares the sermon, God has taught him now that there will never be another person, nobody else, that Peter should think is impure or unclean. If God is working there, God can cleanse them. So from now on, everyone is on the radar. Cornelius answered, Three days ago I was in my house praying at this hour at three in the afternoon. Suddenly a man in shining clothes stood before me and said, Cornelius, God has heard your prayer and remembered your gifts to the poor. Send to Joppa for Simon, who's called Peter. He is a guest in the home of Simon the Tanner, who lives by the sea. So I sent for you immediately, and it was good of you to come. Now, we are all here in the presence of God to listen to everything the Lord has commanded you to tell us. And Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts from every nation the one who fears him and does what is right. You know the message God sent the people of Israel, announcing the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. You know what has happened throughout the province of Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. We are witnesses of everything he did in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They killed him by hanging him on a cross, but God raised him from the dead on the third day and caused him to be seen. He was not seen by all the people, but by witnesses whom God had already chosen, by us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one whom God appointed as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him, that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. 
Church family, I just want to point out that Peter's sermon to Cornelius and his household, to his gathered guests, Peter's sermon is a remarkable summary of the gospel of Jesus. He called it the good news of peace through Jesus. And that's true. It's good news that humanity has peace through Jesus. I love that Peter directly addressed the fact that he watched Jesus redeem people who were under the power of the devil. That's exactly what Jesus is doing. He did good deeds and showed what the kingdom of heaven would be like. Then he was crucified so that he could pay for our sins and raised from the dead. So Peter has delivered a very accurate and powerful, very compelling understanding of the good news of the gospel of Jesus. And anyone, anyone who puts faith in the name of Jesus now can be forgiven of their sins so that they can be a part of the age to come. So while Peter's still speaking, the Holy Spirit's going to show up and show out. I want to show you this in verse 44. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles. All right, pause. The circumcised believers would be Jews who came from Jerusalem, probably, and traveled with Peter on his mission all the way up to Joppa and around, and they've been at his side. These are Jewish people. They knew what the Spirit did on the day of Pentecost in Acts, how the Spirit came over the disciples and the apostles began to preach and people began to hear them clearly. They knew what it was like when the Spirit that Jesus told everyone to wait on, they knew what it was like when he showed up. And now before Peter even finishes the sermon and offers any kind of invitation, the Holy Spirit shows up and makes his presence known. And this blows the mind of these Jewish believers because even though God had reinforced the message that no one is impure or unclean if God is working in them, that anyone who fears God is a candidate for God redeeming their life, even though that message had been articulated clearly, even though they had already said out loud, God shows no favoritism, it blew their mind to finally see that the Holy Spirit of God had endorsed these Roman soldiers, this centurion, his family, these Gentiles blew their mind. And it changed the course of church history. So what's going to happen next is these brothers and sisters are going to be baptized. And Peter's going to stay around and preach with them. He's going to minister to them, disciple them, help them know the way of Jesus. And I want to encourage our church family with this particular story. Peter and Cornelius. Now, Peter wasn't perfect. We've read Galatians so that we know that in Galatians there's a moment where Paul and Peter get a little tense with each other because Peter used to eat with Gentiles and then when some Jewish people showed up, he stopped. He went back to his old ways and maybe that's where you are. Maybe you fell into your old ways. But maybe not. Maybe you're right exactly where Peter was in Acts 10. God is opening your eyes that people from every different political group, from every different social class, from every different ethnicity and race, that every human being can be clean if God says they're clean. That everyone, without showing any favoritism from God, is a candidate for redemption and adoption into his family. So I want you to believe that. I want you to live that way. And I want you to open your eyes to see the world that way. I also want to challenge you to have a gospel presentation like Peter. Reread this and understand what it was that Jesus brings good news of peace, that those who were slaves to the devil can be set free. 
that the kingdom is coming and that the death and the resurrection of Jesus has purified us from our sins and led us to adoption into his family so you and I can be part of the age to come. That is good news. Church family, I love you a ton. I cannot wait to see you on Sunday. I want to encourage you, if you took home the My Story card, would you bear witness to Jesus? Just as I asked you to last Sunday in the sermon, would you declare how Jesus has moved in your life, that he is alive and well? Would you show us either through your salvation story or through something more recent? Maybe how he's worked in your life during COVID despite the world being turned inside out. Or maybe it's something that he's done personally in the last few days. But would you ask God what to write on that card? And would you bear witness that Jesus is alive and well and working in your life? Let's clip those on the boards in the sanctuary halls and let's fill our hallways with testimony of the resurrected Jesus Christ. Church, I love you. God bless you. Share this episode of the podcast with somebody if you found it encouraging. 